You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back to the Oz Network. As we come at you today for our very, very special series of episodes, exit interviews with the cast members of Survivor Heroes vs. Killers vs. Hustlers. I've got to get through that uh, name every now and then. Of course, it is season 35 of Survivor, and it is a pleasure to be able to bring you back exit interviews for the first time since Survivor San Juan del Sur. It's been a few years since we've had these, so it is a big thrill. And, of course, the first eliminated contestant, Katrina Radke. Uh, obviously, always disappointing to have one person go first, but there's always got to be one that goes first, sadly. And uh, Katrina gives us a great little insight here into her brief time on the game including just whether or not she was surprised Chrissy didn't play the super idol for her, whether or not she would have played it for her had the uh, roles been reversed, and just who out there she was playing with, and whether or not she did mention to the other players about her Olympic background. So without further ado, here's our exit interview with the first eliminated contestant from Survivor Heroes vs. Healers vs. Hustlers, Katrina Radke. Pleasure to be able to welcome our next guest here to the Oz Network, the first eliminated contestant from Survivor Heroes vs. Healers vs. Hustlers. Please welcome to the show, Katrina Radke. Katrina, welcome to the show today. Thank you, Ben. Pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here too. Obviously, uh, we probably didn't want to speak to you this early in the season, Katrina. I'm sure you didn't want to speak to us this early, but uh, how how are you feeling? No, I would have liked to be the last one. Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, and how are you feeling, I guess, kind of after uh, finally getting to see the episode and kind of uh, getting to see a bit of background, I guess, uh, in regards to uh, everything that went down with you on the show? Yes, well, it's interesting because I knew everything about the show, and what I think I was most surprised about was the stuff that's not in the show, on a sh- on the TV at least, and I know they have to do so many edits to make it reality, um, but um, it's been so long in terms of context-wise, you know, this was filmed so long ago, um, and I really have been at peace about it for a long time, even when I actually was voted out. The deal with Survivor is a game, you know, people, some people win, some people lose, in my life I've won many times, I've lost, I mean, that's just part of life. And it, is, it builds character, right? Yeah. So I feel really proud of how I played. I feel good about myself. I feel like I gave my best effort in terms of working with the people I had in my tribe. And uh, a lot of stuff went down, obviously, as you saw. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's just part of it. And so, you know, that's like when that stuff happens, it changes that dynamic even more. And, um, yeah, and then we lost a challenge. And so that caused, you know, let's go tribal council. So I have to say the tribal council set is beautiful. And there's so many times... I, I wish they could actually go slowly through all the parts of it because it just feels like there's like these candles beaming over all these like pieces of water. I don't know. It's just there's scenes that you can't really see when you watch it on TV. Mm, it, it definitely was uh, one of the more unique ones, actually. I noticed a bit of that, too, in the episode. It's certainly uh, one that's going to stand out. But I guess kind of on that tribal council uh, and the one that uh, no doubt a lot of people are talking to you about is is Chrissy and the, the super idol. I mean... She had that option to save you there, <laughs> Katrina, uh, and that must have been a bit of a surprise in itself to see that. And was it a surprise that she didn't play it for you? No, no. I mean, I think, unfortunately, uh, this is, uh, I think people, you know, unfortunately, by the way they filmed it, it looks like we were, like, the closest allies ever, and that, obviously, but that wasn't really the case. I think she actually really didn't want to be working with me. I actually had asked her to work with me in the beginning. She was afraid that because we're the same age that she would be in a place where she would be on the outs, 
um, and be the first one to go home. So there was a whole other element to it, and I and I really still try to befriend her and work with her. And we were friendly and, and talked and stuff like that. She's a great person, but no, she really did not want. Him. She's probably happy I was gone first, <laughs> quite honestly. And I and good for her, you know. If you if you have an idol and you don't want to use it on me, I get it. You know, that's your plan. That's your plan. Yeah. Um, no, I would have never expected her to use it based on that. If the shoe was on the other foot, though, Katrina, would you have played it for her, or would have you had a similar sort of uh, feeling to how she she went about it? Well, based on how she had been with me, I don't know if I would have trusted her to work with her. If it was somebody who I really, really felt like, hey, you know, you and I can work together, I would have definitely used it for that person. And and speaking of working with people, who who out there do you feel that you were closest with, that you did have a bond with them? And as you kind of said, it was sort of portrayed a little bit there that it was you and Chrissy. But uh, who who do you feel was that person mm-hmm. out there that you were the closest with early on in the game? And honestly, that was the hardest part is because in pregame, I had other people I would definitely felt like, oh, we're going to be right on each other right away. It was like, yes. And in this, I mean, in this group, when I saw who I was with, I was like, oh, no, this is not good. <laughs> um, so I didn't really have one person that I was all excited to work with. Um, and um, there was a lot of pride in the group and a lot of energetic, energetically, they just didn't feel like I matched up. And so I had to, you know, really go, gosh, who am I going to actually try to ally with? I really wanted to go into the game having an alliance, um, you know, with somebody. And so um, it was tough. I mean, I did talk to each person individually about stuff, and there's points I could have been working with JP and Ashley, and we had talked, and then the Alan thing happens, and obviously that changes because one thing that's not talked about is Ashley and I had actually talked for a while, and then that's when Alan got nervous, and that's when he went to Ashley and JP and made them do the strip, and, um, and he said, Katrina told me you guys have an idol. And so he used my name. Then he went to Ben and said, Katrina told me they have the idol. So all of them, you know, I had a call on it because uh, Ben didn't ask me. So all of the stuff that's not shown is actually really what happened that probably led to these people not trusting me because they didn't know if I'm being honest or Alan's being honest. Wow, wow. There you go. That's that's very interesting yeah. to kind of hear it sort of uh, explain like that. I mean, the, the whole Alan situation certainly was a very uh, unique one there. I mean, I mean, do you think kind of maybe people should have uh, maybe targeted him a little bit more given that paranoia? Because the paranoia is a dangerous thing when yes. it comes to Survivor. Yes. Yes, it is. And I think what happened is, I mean, for me, I really tried to talk to Ashley and JP, you know, day, uh, early day two and late day one night, those two were ready to work with me and do stuff. And then I know, you know, Ashley wanted Chrissy, I mean, uh, yeah, Ashley wanted Chrissy out and JP and Chrissy didn't really like each other. I mean, they didn't talk. And so there's other been people that were, you know, many people's names were on the chopping block for the first couple of days, you know, if you were to really call it that. Um, and then after the Allen thing, JP and Ashley didn't know if they could count on me. Um, understandably. So, and they didn't really know if they wanted to work with him either, right? Mm. But they meanwhile had that force them initially that they were going to try and do. So, it's, um, it's interesting. And meanwhile, there's points where Ash and Alan's like, come on, will you work with me? And I was like, people are all doing their damn. And, um, I happen to be the one to go home first and, you know, it's all good. So many different uh, dynamics going on there. I mean, one of the interesting things, and I'm, I'm disappointed we didn't really get to see a lot with you, Katrina, is, you know, uh, we're, uh, we have a spin-off show on our show. It's a show on the Olympics. So we really wanted to see mm-hmm. sort of this whole background of you being an oh. Olympian sort of come into it. Did, did you actually tell people that you were an, uh, an Olympian out there? Uh, so I did, and that's another whole piece. So after um, Jeff asks Ben on the boat, he asked me next why, about the Hero Tribe. And I, I said I was a competitive swimmer. I kind of just didn't know what to say. I'm very honest with the person. I'm not a drama person. So I was like, I'm like, oh, this, you know, I can't get some answer. And I'm like, okay, that was, that's going to be very vague and confusing. So I better end up, now I have to you know, do something about that because otherwise they're going to not trust me, right? Mm. My weird answer. Mm-hmm. And so I end up telling them individually, um, and over the next couple of days, you know, I was an Olympian or, you know, I'd be on a walk with somebody and we would talk and, 
I would, you know, maybe ask me what that meant or whatever, and I would tell them. Right, right. So, um, yeah, so I don't know how much it affected the overall game. There was just so much other stuff going on in our tribe. I don't know if that really altered it in those three days or not. It may have altered it over 20 days or 30 days, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I mean, before we let you go, though, Katrina, just um, obviously just on that, is there any comparison that you can say, given that you're only on Survivor for a brief amount of time, compared to, I guess, the uh, the effort and the hard drive that it is to get to the Olympics? Or is it a little bit difficult, given you're only on the show for three days? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're very different. They're very different. I mean, uh, this is much more of a fun experience, um, and, and in the Olympics, obviously, are too, but the work involved, obviously, to become an Olympian was uh, a lot more than Survivor, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. And nothing against Survivor, but by any means. Yeah, for so, sure. Uh, and I mean, maybe I would say something different. It was 39 days, but I really felt excited to go out there for 39 days. I really assumed I was going to be in the final three and win. I really did. And um, it's kind of interesting because... You know, I, I mean, I'm really not showing on TV. I mean, I'm very much an energetic, vibrant personality. I know my energy would have been fine all the way through. I could have handled mentally. I'm very, very tough. Um, I know that those kinds of things wouldn't have been an issue. And I am also very good at being able, I'm not a drama person. So as time goes on, people like to get rid of the drama people because mm. they become annoying. And um, I would have been able to be there a listening ear to a lot of people because that's just kind of a, a part of who I am. And so I think... Um, I think at first, though, in my own tribe, it scared them because I am an open person, and some people don't want to be open right away, of course, but I'm not trying to make them open, but I think my energy just um, lends itself to that, and <laughs> if people aren't ready, they're going to be like, oh, God, she's too much for me, right? <laughs> so um, I did tone it down pretty good. I think I did a good job. I mean, I was very quiet compared to who I really am. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, what's yeah, that? It didn't really, interesting to see. Yeah. yeah, well, we're sad to see you go, Katrina, and obviously, uh, commiserations that we couldn't see you a little bit further, but best of luck with everything moving forward, and from what we did see, we loved seeing you, and uh, you have joined the Distinctive First Boot Club, which does make you a, a very distinct person in the world of Survivor, so there's a positive for you moving forward. Oh, appreciate that. <laughs> All right, thank you. And a big thank you must go out to Katrina for her time there, and also a big thanks to to uh, both CBS and Channel 9 for arranging these exit interviews for us. Obviously, we're very, very thrilled, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, to have these exit interviews. I was going to sound like a New Zealander there and say exit interviews, but I'm going to say exit interviews. And obviously, our next one will be same time next week. We do them early Friday morning. So by all means, if you do wish to have any questions for any of the Eliminated contestants, and if we do get a chance to fit them in to our interview, we will uh, put them to them, of course, when it comes to that. And uh, we've still got our recap to go. I did tease a little bit at the end of our Australian Survivor Roundtable yesterday that uh, it's been delayed slightly. Of course, we've got Debbie Wanner coming on the show, and uh, we were hoping to have that up for you uh, pretty much now, to be honest, but uh, we've had to delay it slightly due to some scheduling conflicts, so we hope to have that done for you early next week. Stay tuned to our social media. We'll keep you updated shall any of that change, but uh, that, of course, means that you do still have a bit of time to get any questions in for Debbie. If you uh, missed out, you thought you missed out on uh, getting them into us, uh, remember, you can just go to our social media pages in terms of how to contact us, our website, theoznetwork.net, and, of course, uh, emailing us, theoznetwork at hotmail.com. 
gmail.com as well. But that's our coverage of US Survivor. We're into it. Survivor Season 35, Heroes vs. Healers vs. Hustlers. All fans of Survivor, of course, just a quick note, Australian Survivor still continuing. A couple of weeks of that to go. We'll have uh, exit interviews and more coverage of that coming your way next week, of course, in the final five episodes. So make sure you stay tuned to our pages for that. Just search for the Oz Network on Facebook. Search for us, of course, when it comes to Stitcher and Spotify, as well as iTunes, and uh, follow us on Twitter as well. And uh, please, if you if you are subscribing to us, if you're listening to these on any of those services, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, we do appreciate any feedback that you wish to give us. Remember, you can leave us some ratings, leave us a comment, and uh, as always, as I said, we do appreciate that. Survivor, of course, does air Wednesday evenings, 8pm CBS Eastern Standard Time, 7pm Central. Check your local guides, and of course, here in Australia, does air 7.30pm Thursday nights on go. Uh, that's Australian Eastern Standard Time. Again, check your local guides to make sure that you are getting the right time so you don't miss an episode. Great start to this season. I'm very excited for the remainder of this season, and I'm very excited to bring you more coverage here on the Oz Network, Australia's longest-standing Survivor podcast when it comes to uh, coverage of the show that we know and love. My name is Ben. Thanks for tuning in here to the Oz Network. We'll speak to you next time. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.